But uh, oh. I'll use good all day. Like we have a good team. Oh, I got I gotta say I got an adequate team. All right, so let's kind of jump into this shit today. Um, we have a lot to talk about. We got Tori with us, Danny Yepes, uh, Mr. Toyota, the billionaire is not here today. Uh, maybe joining us a little bit later. Uh, we've had a lot of action uh, in the last couple weeks. Uh, this is probably our second podcast. And uh, we definitely brought our English major and the guy that doesn't like the freaking word good uh, here with us today, which is Tori. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself first before we move forward. Yeah, Tori here. Uh, thank you for the introduction there. I wouldn't say English major. I would say more just uh, like to... A lifestyle major. I would say, yeah, definitely that. I've been a lot of places, you know, started in Delaware, started that from the bottom. That sounds like a song. Been yeah. a lot of places. It could be. I mean, I could get into my country vibe here and really get through a couple tracks, but... You're a country Jewish guy? Family. Uh, a little bit. I mean, Dude, I, no wonder I like you. Yeah, Delaware has a lot of stuff. People don't understand Delaware was uh, one of the bigger slave states, actually, so... So you're me- a Jew? From Delaware. Yes. That's fucking amazing. Not too many people uh, realize, but actually Delaware has a very high Jewish population, especially where I'm from. There's like, there's more synagogues than churches. That's a good thing. No wonder there's a Delaware corporation. That's the best place to set up a corporation that <laughs> is in Delaware. Yeah, I, I just learned something new today. <laughs> Holy crap. This is awesome. This is awesome. All right, so we're going to kind of get into it. Uh, obviously, we've had some news come out this week. Uh, we have MLB looking to change their drug policy, which is definitely a hooray. And if we had some music in the background, you'd hear a cheering of fans saying that Major League Baseball is now will be only testing for opiates and cocaine uh, as drug enhancers, which is really awesome. So we can start getting these athletes off these uh, hard synthetic drugs made by pharma. Uh, that really bang you up and, uh, you know, almost uh, cause a serious addiction as we've seen opiate, uh, you know, rise this year for the first time. I think we've seen a decrease. And then also I read something on Jerry Jones from Dallas Cowboys saying that on the CBA, on the collective bargaining agreement, that they're looking to also uh, eliminate cannabis use from um, from football, which is definitely another huge win, I think, uh, for football and for professional sports. What do you think about that, Tori? No, oh, yeah, it's it's definitely awesome. You know, now even uh, the Patriots, uh, Robert Kraft, they actually have taken some ads with some cannabis companies to Did put up. Did he get up. a body rub with that too? <laughs> Only when he was down in South Florida here. But <laughs> I would say, yeah, it's really cool to kind of see and kind of have the technical, you know, terms for CBD and other things like that, cannabis being able to be broadcasted. You know, for me, having an exercise science background from Delaware, it's kind of cool to see that, something that we were actually taught, um, you know, opioids and other kind of drugs like that that are terrible for the body. We're finally allowing these natural and other types of product to really be introduced and something to kind of walk the walk is really awesome, I think, and getting around to it now is going to be awesome. I love to see a baseball player smoke a joint and take a 95-mile-an-hour heater <laughs> close to the chin. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they had that one pitcher back in the day I think I forget what his name was, but back in the '60s, he actually pitched a complete game while he was tripping on uh, acid. Damn. Yeah. So that's ta- that's talent. That's talent. And on other news, obviously, we just uh, we want to say that uh, 106 pounds that New York City was uh, jumping up for, you know, for joy. Think that they had a huge bust. Uh, they released uh, the person that actually claimed it. Um, and if it was illegal, I would definitely not go to the police station saying that's mine. So they did release, uh, you know, um, the person that they had arrested for it. Uh, they had said it was hemp and, uh, a non, uh, psychoactive. 
So they actually, uh, the New York Police Department, one win for them, got, you know, I'm glad they actually recognized and allowed this to, to move forward, which is uh, another win, I think, for our industry across the board, whether it's CBD, hemp, you know, cannabis is being more accepted, stigma is going away. Um, so I think, obviously, it's definitely a win-win. What do you think about that one? Yeah, so I want to interject on that one. The one crazy thing that I found was they actually called the guy and was like, oh, okay, so if this is yours, come and claim it. Yeah, and they arrested his ass. They arrested his ass. Seized his shipment, and it wasn't even even the owner. It was his brother that went to pick it up. And then they were like, oh, well, you got to call your brother to come and get it. (laughs) Released the the not owner's brother and arrested the owner. But then they let him go. They let him go. They still are holding his product, though. Yeah, they're not going to let it so go. So it's been like a month. And this, they're they're going to think they're going to smoke it or use it's it for insane. like some other shit. Yeah, so this guy is out of a lot of money, and it was a, a smaller company, too. So, it's a I, I mean, it's still a shame. I mean, um, yeah. I just, uh, today I had my medical marijuana advisory board meeting. Um, I've been blessed to be the chair by Vice uh, Mayor Holness. And, uh, you know, it was it was great. We, we actually had Tamarack Plantation show up. They want to be educated more. We had a uh, first. We had an elected official uh, summit, uh, which was uh, 31 or 32 cities in Broward County. We had some of their either mayors or city managers show up, and had a good educational process with that. And then uh, we had a police summit where we, uh, you know, had all the police officers come in. So this kind of falls right in line with that, where where we're just trying to get as much information out there so we could educate, because I think education's key uh, to continue to move this industry forward and. Uh, Obviously, you're going to still have, you know, police officers, people, educators that are that are too ignorant or maybe not just ignorant, just really stigma towards uh, towards cannabis or hemp or hemp flower or CBD. Um, and typically it takes somebody getting sick in the family for them to kind of reverse that that mentality. And that's the sad part. But I think we've made, you know, leaps and bounds and strides on where we're at in 2008 since I've been in this industry all the way till. 2019, we're still fighting a fight, and uh, now things are starting to pan out in reference to, you know, getting some type of floor plan in place so we could help, you know, police officers, the state, legislators, so we don't have people going to jail uh, for this type of product and, and, and really just open it up uh, across the board. So, um, yeah, it's, the, it's serious. Allow the legit companies a chance for a fair fight. It's like... You got all these people that pop up. They've got no marketing budgets. They're really they don't care about the industry. They don't care about what impact they have if they put out in clean, you know, unclean products. Now we're able to to enforce those. We're gonna have the state come around and actually, you know, go to stores and and kind of mystery shop or how they. Uh, do it? I, I think it right now we're even going after the mis- municipalities. So, cool. what they'll do right now is if you're part of the hemp or manufacturing facility, excuse me. They uh, they send out a permit, so you got to fill out this permit. And literally on that permit, it actually states if you're working with CBD or hemp or stuff like that, and you pay a six hundred fifty dollar fee. Uh, that's good revenue for the state, so that now that that kind of supplements the fact that they were putting people in jail, you know, for a joint, you know, right. for God's sake. So, so I think that's going to really clear the air a lot. I think there's still a long way to go for that, uh, but at least like New York, if you read up uh, on the New York side. Uh, if you read up in the Indiana, which is Senate Bill 52, if you go to Texas, you got Hemp Bill 1325. If you go to the state of Florida, you have Senate Bill 1020. All these have labeling requirements. Uh, you know, as you know, I typically tell everybody in our office or in our building or people when we go have educational seminars is make sure your product is compliant. If you want to be long lasting in this industry, in an industry that's brand new uh, and it feels 
real weird to say that because I've been we've been grinding at this me for about 11 12 years but really on the CBD side seven years it feels like it's just starting like we're finally getting you know that kind of floor where we know exactly what we're walking to so it's continuing to be a challenge but yeah I mean education is huge without education uh, you know I think we'd all be dumb and looking at the dictionary for what the definition of good is that's right, and we'd be looking for Tory for it. And Tory with the toilets, you know what I'm saying? So that's just a, it's just, a, it's just a comment. But you know, Tory, you know, give me something, man. How long have you been with the company? What are you looking to do? What's your inspirations? What do you see in this industry that that's kind of changed your life and 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 made things, you know, giving you a, a broad perspective? Yeah, for me, definitely, I kind of moved down with just a dollar and a dream here in Delaware. I had a cousin, Dylan, who was, you know, heavily involved with Green Roads early on and really just wanted the chance and the opportunity to really help people. For me, uh, always kind of been more of a people's person, whether it was sales, whether it was through, you know, physical therapy, helping people out like that. I always wanted to be around people. So for me, that's the end game for me, whether it's, you know, helping a grandma and whether it's an athlete, you know, an end consumer, really reaching out and making a difference. That's something that I kind of found on here. Uh, I came on, like I said, three years ago. And when I walked into the facility, I was shocked, honestly, for me to see uh, executives who were, you know, the age of my parents who were really taking a leap of faith into a company of CBD back in geez, 2016, 2017, it, it really stood to me. It really st stood out, really made me feel comfortable with the move I was going to take down here and just the passion and everything about it. Like Arby said, regulations and making sure you're going to go above and beyond being compliant. There's these reasons why we do this. And, you know, right now you have an industry that, you know, companies are popping up overnight, um, you know, when I go home to Delaware, there's there's thousands of CBD companies <laughs> out there. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really amazing because uh, it just shows you how big the movement is that if people are just trying to make a quick dollar on it right now, if we actually have some regulations behind it, if we actually had some you know, money behind it too, some education as well, we're really going to be able to find a strong suit here for it, I think. Totally. I think you make a great, great point on that. I mean, having all these companies, people – looking at economic growth, which is what we we're talking about today with the city's employment possibilities, innovation, um, you know, everything from get buying a bottle to getting a bottle, you know, bottle dropper to labeling companies to, you know, designers, marketing. I mean, I know what it cost our company to run and it costs a lot because we like to have everything under one roof. So it doesn't, you know, we started with no vested money. You know, we started with very small capital, you know, in 2013. So I applaud the people out there that are trying to do it and trying to make it in this industry. I would if I was, you know, not in the industry now, I would definitely go after it because it, it's a little gold rush. It, it's, it's a, but besides a gold rush, you, you, there's a purpose. Yep. So in other words, you know, people, and, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges in this industry is that either whether you're growing cannabis, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, dope boy mentality. You know, or CBD, it still has a dope boy mentality. So corporations haven't truly caught up to what this industry will look like 10 years from now. Like people ask me, what is this going to look like 10 years? I said, I have no freaking idea what it's going to look like uh, because it's that big. And there's so many big players that are looking at that, that are sitting on the sideline that want something. So, but you're still always going to have a niche. So if you're a small company in Delaware, you know, do it right. Follow the legislation. Be part of a group. 
be part be part of you know you know our you know for our oceans you know go hemp council go up and legislate i mean perfect example which i'd like to have on the show one of these days is leonard from hemp emporium south dakota small little freaking town in south dakota probably population you know 15 20,000 tops you know they actually closed down his facility they closed down his stores he employed 10 people and they came in since they had no direction they said i'm sorry you're gonna have to close what we ended up doing is working directly with leonard and uh, a senator up there that was running for office and they actually started doing commercials and he did a facebook he had his first post had over 20,000 uh views on it because he was talking about something that was truly passionate to him he sold our product he sold hemp clothes he sold all kinds of different types of lotions but our product was was basically his top product received a, a, a text from him today literally since he reopened up i think it was july he sold over two hundred thousand dollars worth of product wow. just of green roads so you're talking about a small business owner in south dakota that this is a fortune maybe not for people here in florida or in anywhere else but you know i think two hundred thousand is a fortune yeah. um, but for a small town and what he ended up doing is he fought legislators he went to legislators we sent them the bill from florida we ended up, you know, helping him run TV ads and radio ads. We gave him $5,000 to do this because we believed in what he could do. And uh, and he sent us a thank you card today, and he hit me on a text, which I'm sure we'll get him on the phone, you know, one of these, you know, one of these shows, talking about what a small business owner can do in a small town when you're truly passionate and believe in what you're doing. So whether you're in Delaware, in South Miami, Northern California, all we ask is make sure you're doing the right thing. Follow the rules. Follow the guidelines. This is a plan. We want to make sure that people understand the THC levels, that they have no metals, no pesticides, no solvents, that you're not causing harm to somebody. Because once that happens, everything changes. Because when you're up legislating up in a government like Tallahassee, first thing they care about is, was well, this going to hurt somebody? You know, what is this going to do? How are we going to regulate this? This is a plant that could get people high. It looks the same, so they don't understand it enough, so they need to follow something. But if you're not in front of their face, like government is, government does. Government does not change at any point in time. There's Republicans and there's Democrats. You got to go to the floor, you got to write a bill, and it's got to be voted on. If you're not educating these people that vote on, they will sign a bill and close this business overnight. So that's why anywhere in any part of the country, if you're going to be part of the CBD business, don't look at the money. Get, get make Do it for a reason and make sure you're part of what this industry is going to look like 10 years from now. Yeah, and, and for me, kind of speaks volumes there, like you said, for you know the companies that kind of aren't doing the things right are really kind of putting that bad taste in people's mouth. And whether it's them or they tell someone else or they pass it on to a friend, they're going to be weary of trying maybe a company like ours, CBD product, just because of the fact they had a bad experience just because of the regulation of, you know, the company's products. Not everyone has to lab do up. lab tests or third party or even do it multiple times. Sometimes people just do one batch on their COA and call it a day. Uh, for us to really do individual testing, it really kind of helps to not only control what we put into our product, but show everyone what we have in our product and really kind of let people know what CBD is, have a good taste in their mouth, maybe. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what helped us out and with the SB 1020 was helping to pass the bill, which basically was protecting the Consumer Act. 
You know, you got to protect the consumer. Without protecting the consumer, first, you have nobody to buy your product. Second of all, you got to deal with law enforcement. Third of all, you might get somebody sick. So it's very simple uh, to say it, but it is expensive. So I understand a lot of the people that, you know, kind of trying to kind of cook corners and stuff like that and, and just get a testing result on what amount of CBDs in there. But, you know, you got you have to, you know, and I hate, you, you know, regulations is not a good word in this industry. But having, but having a floor plan, you got to have a floor plan. You got to have a, a ceiling to what, what you're going to do or a bottom to what you're going to do. So then you have guidance. I mean, we've been running without guidance for six or seven years. We're still in that. You know, you got 10 different labels in 10 different states. You got Louisiana that's got to do a registration form. You got Utah that's in the registration form. You know, you got Florida that's coming down pretty heavy on June 1st in reference to, you know, carrying products with QR code. January 1st. January 1st, my bad. So so January 1st, all these things coming through. So there's just a lot of information to take in, and there's there's a lot of things to do. But, you know, that's why we're here. You know, we're hopefully going to uh, present as much as we can and, and, and be as transparent as we can for the industry and then also have fun with this. So uh, it, it's definitely been a long day. We've got a lot of wins today. Um, there is headwinds, you know, at all points and times in this industry. Uh, but it's, uh, if it's not fun... You know, I wouldn't be in it. You know what I'm saying? There's always a challenge every day, um, whether it's yelling at the guys to sell freaking products or showing up on time or going to a beach event uh, for a beach cleanup or actually being part of, of what do you call it, of donating. Uh, what, what did we donate now with um, uh, so the beach Emerge cleanup, Broward, right? Yeah, the beach cleanup was also part of the Emerge Broward, which is just a nonprofit leadership organization here in uh, South Florida and Broward County. That basically, they... You know, they get a bunch of people age range of like 21 to 30, some, you know, mid-30s together, and they just promote leadership and personal development. We we are a sponsor of it. Uh, one of our guys, Zach, which was on the podcast last Zach week. Zach Toyota again? Yep. He was uh, a co-chair. He was just appointed co-chair today, actually. Zach so was appointed co-chair. Congratulations, yeah. oh, wow. Zach. Yep. So when he comes in tomorrow, you guys make sure to let him know. You see, good deeds, man. Good yep. deeds, good so, stuff. So we did a beach cleanup with them. We also donated like 4,000 um, toys or something on a toy drive that we did for the holidays. Nice. So that's pretty huge. And then, of course, you know, we're always looking to do more things with them. Um, I know Becker goes out there, Andrew, one of our guys. Becker's a beast. To uh, give, you know, motivational talks and, and, you know, just generally steer the community and steer our youth into the right train of thought. I think that's re that's awesome. I mean, that's it's something to to really applaud our yeah. guys. Besides working, really giving back to the community, which is huge, in reference to how you know our our business was built, um, what our beliefs are, and what it, you know what the vision of the company is. Uh, do you do anything for you, or you just come here to look good? He cleans up beaches. On yeah, his what do you mean? He doesn't like to tell people. He's pretty old. Delaware. I was yeah? I was decked out at that beach cleanup, man. I was running. I was picking up. Cigarette trash butts, trash. A lot of said, but believe it or not, it was that beach was actually pretty damn clean. Yeah, it was. It was surprising. I mean, I was. I mean, we put. I, they, the winner get like seven pounds. There's no way in hell unless you put sand in that bucket <laughs> that you're gonna get seven pounds worth of stuff. I mean, you could see it on our Facebook or on LinkedIn. You know what we did, but uh, surprisingly, it was actually pretty clean. No, yeah, and we definitely had a good turnout from. I think for a 10 a.m. Saturday. Uh, oh, Fort yeah, 30, th over 30-plus, 30 definitely. Yeah. between And our age group is between 23 to, like, 33. Damn right, after a Friday night to show up at 10 o'clock <laughs> on a Saturday. Uh, that was definitely impressive. Yeah, so definitely, I mean, it's always really good to give back, you know, whether it's small, big, large, whatever you can do, whether it's with a client or even with the community. That's what I always kind of think. 
That's me, pretty damn cool. Let me ask you guys a question. We we were talking about like you know big industries, I guess big uh big players coming into the CBD space. Um, I don't know if y'all read that article that came out last week about Donald Dollar General stores um, in Tennessee <laughs> and in Kentucky starting to sell CBD. I mean, you I feel like they're just they're just trying to obviously causing attention. Yeah, man, like, that's all that grab, is. Grab attention, but like. I, you don't think don't you can get any quality dollar CBD products? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can no. hardly trust them for like cleaning supplies. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I think, think they feel like they're soap anything. with half water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was, that was crazy. They're gonna do bath bombs, bath salts, which people are gonna eventually eat. Um, face masks. Uh, I just thought it was pretty wild. That's any, just. I mean, it's train. just crazy where this industry's going. You know, it's just it's it's freaking bizarre. But uh, Belay, man, all, you know, all more power to him. Dollar General, get your yeah. CBD here, you know. <laughs> so uh, whatever they need to do to drive traffic, I don't know how many people go to Dollar General right. to buy a nutrient or a product uh, a for ingestion yeah. or consumable. But you know, maybe they'll start selling hemp flour. You know, maybe they'll be the next dispensary for hemp flour. Uh, you never know with this industry. You know who who's running it or what kind of decisions that they're making which is uh pretty crazy to me but that's besides the point <laughs> well listen guys i hope you guys enjoyed it uh we're definitely going to make it more entertaining more fun more educated uh joined today by tori uh dan yepes and uh this is green roads cannabis live trying to bring you as much education political insight and where this industry is going so we'll definitely see you next week uh, if not, we'll see you after the New Year. So enjoy, have fun, be safe. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, make sure you're safe. Make sure you're taking Ubers. And if you could stay overnight at any place, make sure you stay overnight. Got a lot of <laughs> assholes driving in the street on New Year's. And uh, Speaking we... of overnight, Tori was actually um, part of this headline that he thought NASA was going to pay him 18 grand to stay <laughs> to in bed sleep. and smoke weed We can't for afford for him to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually why he moved down here from Delaware. So that's funny you Dude, that's that. pretty crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For $18,000 to smoke a joint and sleep for 70 days. Now, if you believe that one, you know what I'm saying? I'll sell you something different. But you think that's true? We got some CBD flour. I, I mean, just doing quick math. I don't. I mean, I would need to get paid a little more. I think. <laughs> I mean, they're not. They're not. They're not adding in like. I mean, first of all, the amount of. Are they paying for your stay? Is it? Are they paying for your ride? snacks? I mean, what else? Do you get your own blanket? Do you got to bring your own pillow? How about your teddy bear? I mean, do you have to be in the bed the whole time? Like, are you not allowed you to leave it? Cannot leave the bed. Then ever. I. Then how can? Uh, what are you talking about? You Who's gonna wipe you your shit ass? On the bed. No, they got the things now. Whatever you know, they use the hospital. Put it in. Yeah, the you're good to go. They got the, like, the trays. Let me ask you a question: Would you guys do it if it was more money? Yeah, I mean, look, you money, would do. Money? You would sit down in a bed. I would. You would find me dead somewhere. <laughs> in the bed, I'd be there dead. Is a, there is. I have a firm belief that any amount of money, I don't know, everybody's is different, will make you do pretty much anything. I don't believe that. Oh. I mean, nowadays they got Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. We got a lot of things we can do in the bed now. Dude, I could literally maybe sit down for like, I don't know, an hour, two hours, you know, pushing three hours. Yeah. If I got to lay in bed for 24 hours. Well, you're a baller, so it's hard for it's me not, to ask It has nothing to do with balling, dude. It has to do <laughs> You're crazy. If somebody was like, yo, I'll give you, I don't know, $500 million to stay in bed for 60 days, you would think twice. Nobody has $500 million to give me. <laughs> You thought about it though. You see, so. I, I mean, but I mean, realistically, <laughs> thinking about it, let's say they gave, they said, "I'll give you two hundred thousand dollars for for me to stay in a bed for seventy days." I tell in. them, "Go fucking fly a kite." 
Tori's like, I'm, I'm, I'll I already packed my bag. Tori's I'm ready. Already. I'm already Tori's con- already in the bed. I'm considering the 18 already, but you know, obviously. <laughs> You got me bad. After my quick mass, it's just not enough. Divide that by 70. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're only looking at about like $2,700, $2,800. Yeah, that's $257.14, which you know. How much? $2,571. No, no, no. $257 a day. No, you for. for To get 18,000? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's nothing. Dude, you, NASA went bankrupt however long ago, and they're only paying two fifty seven. <laughs> like that's nothing. That's that's like literally a Motel Six. I need like two fifty seven per hour. Let me see what that math would be. Oh, that would be a lot. Oh, he's doing the calculations. Four hundred thirty one thousand dollars. Yeah, I definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> would you count the toilets at NASA? Uh, I would count everyone. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of things you got to implement when you're going into a new facility. You got to check out not, which one. You don't get no game box. You get no PlayStation. And maybe they just put Days of Our Lives all day. What well, would you do then? We might have to double down on the money. <laughs> days of Our Lives. I guess we're all wrapped up for today. You guys have any other I have not another thing to tell you, man. But I just want to say we'll be going live soon. Um, yep. I'm going to be giving you some dollars to get this place up and running after Christmas and give thanks to God every day when you get up. Peace. Peace. Later.